You're listening to the Very Brave Podcast, the podcast for women who are looking to find their brave and take more bold steps in life. We'll be chatting with women from all walks of life about redefining bravery away from just physical and heroic battlefield acts and being more inclusive of emotional, moral and spiritual bravery. The very things women the world over are participating in every single day. If you're ready to be inspired by stories of feminine bravery from across the globe and you know it's time to make your next bold move, then get comfortable, grab a coffee and let's get started. Hello and thank you so much for joining me today, Colleen Callender. Welcome. Hello there. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here with you today. Thank you. Can you tell me uh, a little about yourself and your extraordinary background? Oh, where do we start? Where do we start? It's been a long journey. I might go back to when I finished school and I'll give you a quick update because uh, that's kind of really where I entered the fashion world. And as you know, I've spent the last 30 years of my life in the fashion industry and uh, 20 of those years at the Sports Girl Suzanne Group and 13 as a CEO across two brands there. So if I step back to that moment, I entered retail, as I said, at the end of year 11 and I, it was a summer job um, and I loved it from the minute I walked in the door. I just fell in love with this fashion world. And I'd worked in mum and dad's businesses and, you know, I had, I had a great business sort of acumen and, but this was really different. And so I put my hand up for every single shift that was going to the point where I worked all summer. I didn't actually have a day off. And at the end of that uh, summer break, the area manager came to me and said, hey, Cole, we'd love you to stay on with the, the Just Jeans group or the Just Jeans business. And uh, we think you've got potential. And so what 16-year-old young girl wouldn't be excited about you know, a big boss saying to her, you've got potential. So I was absolutely excited about this conversation and uh, until I got to the front door of my house and then the whole adrenaline left my body because I knew I had to say to my parents, I didn't want to finish year 12. I didn't want to be the doctor, lawyer, um, you know, all of those things that they wanted me to be. Uh, I wanted to go and sell jeans, and but I had potential. And so I had that conversation with my parents and true to form, they're amazing human beings. They still are today. And the words that stuck with me in that conversation was work hard, love what you do, be passionate and never give up. And they were the words I took into my my life, I suppose. And so I started on the shop floor. And again, I loved every minute of it. And I wanted to progress. I really loved this industry. And But I knew I was not the loudest person. So I had to get noticed through my results. So I did exactly what they told me, and that was work hard. And so at the age of 18, I was promoted to the youngest store manager in the company. At the age of 20, I was promoted to the youngest area manager looking after 16 stores. And then by the age of 24, I was running the state. And I had 54 stores and three direct reports. When I say that now... That sounds really weird to me, Rachel, because I, I, you know, I've got a 24 year old. So I'm like, wow, you know, that was, that was a different time and a different place, I suppose. And then I, um, I got a call from Sports Girl in 1999 and asking me to join their business. And uh, who could say no to those iconic stripes, right? So I moved across to Sports Girl. I spent 20 years in that organization, the Sports Girl Suzanne Group. And as I said, 13 of those as CEO until last March when I decided 
it was time to write my next chapter. My next de- decade was was approaching. I turned 50 this year and uh, I write my story in decades. And so this is now the new decade for me and um, it's shaping up to be a really exciting one and uh, something very different. Wow. Well, I can't wait to hear uh, in a few moments' time um, what might be on the cards for the next decade. I imagine that right up until last March when uh, when you finished up as CEO, that there was lots of things that you would have done in your career that you can reflect back on and, and think, yeah, there were some brave moves in there. To start with, though, can I ask, how would you personally define bravery? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's kind of not one I really thought too much about, to be honest. You know, I, I think I think we kind of get up and do what we do. And, you know, I'm very passionate about getting up every day and doing what I love. And but look, I, I think bravery is taking risks. Bravery is looking challenges in the eye and saying, I've got this, or I might not have it, but I'm gonna have a go. Um, you know, it's about I suppose, challenging the status quo. It's about being yourself. It's about not caring what other people think about your moves or your decisions. Uh, You know, I I always say the only people we should worry about are the people that care about us and the people we care about. So, you know, I think that bravery comes in so many different shapes and sizes. And, you know, I think it means something quite different to to everyone. Yeah, definitely. And I think as I've progressed through um, interviewing extraordinary women like yourself we've had definitions of it being so much more than physical of it being um, moral and emotional and spiritual you are listening to the very brave podcast can you identify those things when you uh, as you hear me say them yeah, I can. I think I think the traditional sense of bravery, we think about people going to the front line and, you know, battling it out and, you know, these really brave moments. And I think brave moments come, as you said, in all different shapes and sizes. And they, they do come in those emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, you know, they, they go across a whole lot of different, uh, different aspects of our lives. And they don't need to be those big, you know, running across, you know, beating our chest moments. It's those little moments that can be defining moments and just as important. You know, it's like celebrating the small wins. You know, it's so important to celebrate the small things just as, as it is important to celebrate the big ones. So yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting, interesting discussion. So I've asked the question um, of other women, how do you know when you're being brave? And uh, I've had lots and lots of answers, but some really common themes. So things like I stayed in a relationship when I knew it wasn't good for me. I left a relationship. I applied for a job that I didn't think I would get. Um, I uh, started a business, even though people around me were telling me not to. When you reflect back on your career and even your whole life, what are the times that stand out to you as uh, as when you were being brave, apart from being on your parents' front door that day? Yes. <laughs> yeah, my dad's an Italian, you know, this Italian man that I was always, you know, um, very proud of and loved him and um, and I wanted to make him proud, so I never wanted to disappoint him ever. So, you know, me saying having that conversation was was really tough. Look, I think there are so many proud moments again, Rachel, they're not the big things. You know, winning a, an award at the CEO magazine was a great moment and something I'm proud of and, you know, all of those things. But 
they're not the big moments for you know they're not the moments that really mean a lot those brave moments are when you support people around you that you know didn't believe in themselves and and you pick them up and help them on their way or you believed in someone when other people didn't believe in them and you took a chance on someone they're brave moments you know brave moments for me are Everything for me kind of starts in the home. That's how my my sort of world, uh, you know, when I talk about the woman and leader I am today, I credit a lot of that to my upbringing. And so for me, you know, being brave is about taking on challenges, you know, with children and, and managing all of those, having lots of balls in the air and, uh, and, you know, doing things that you never thought you could do, you know, climbing mountains you never thought you could climb. Um, taking on challenges you never thought you could take on. And, you know, that's kind of been a constant thing for me. You know, there were many moments I didn't think I could do something. You know, I remember being offered the role as as CEO and my, my first thing was I can't do it. I'm not good enough, you know. And so for me, having someone believe in me gave me the strength and made me feel brave enough to take that step forward. So, um, yeah, I think that real belief and that confidence, you know, confidence is a huge piece that kind of fits in, I suppose. It's part of the puzzle of bravery mm. and it kind of fits in there. And, you know, that's one of the biggest challenges and particularly for women and the women I work with is this lack of confidence that holds us back, you know, this lack of confidence that self-sabotages us. And, you know, you mentioned it before, you know, people stay in toxic relationships because they don't have the confidence to leave. They stay in jobs they don't love because they don't have the confidence or think they're any better to go anywhere else. You know, so this whole confidence piece is so important that we're building each other up. Women are supporting women. Women are lifting each other up because the more we help each other, the more we lift each other's confidence, the more brave and bold we will become. I 100% agree with that. Do you think the issue with confidence is a learned behaviour, something that we've been conditioned for, uh, or is there something else going on? Yeah, uh, it's a really great question. And I think there's a couple of things. I think there's a lot of myths around confidence. And, you know, the first one is that you're born with confidence. And that's just not true. You know, confidence is a skill and any skill can be learned. We just need to nurture it and grow it and, and really look after it. So, I think there's a lot of people out there just saying, I just wasn't born a confident person. Not true. You can build it. It's like a muscle. The more you use that muscle, the stronger it's going to get. You know, I think there's also this myth around I need to be extroverted to be confident. You know, we all look at people that are extroverted and think, oh, wow, they're so confident. And I'm going to tell you, they're just a lot louder than us. That's what they are because I'm not an extrovert by nature, you know, so... You know, introversion and extroversion has nothing to do with our confidence level. It's what energizes us and what drains us. You are listening to The Very Brave Podcast. So, you know, these introverted people can be just as confident as extroverts if they have strong values, they know themselves, they know their purpose, all of those, you know, foundations of great leadership. So, you know, I think, again, it's really important that we help women build that confidence and give them the skills to build that confidence and the tools to build that confidence. So as women, how do you think we do that? How do we help more women make more brave moves? I really believe that it's about women supporting women, as I said. I think that is so, so important. But confidence actually has to start internally. It starts with us. And I always say that is let's 
let's not look anywhere else for confidence. Of course we do. We need people around us that help us build that, but we have to start believing in ourselves. But there are lots of things you can do to build confidence. You know, um, confidence is contagious, you know, so we do surround ourselves with like-minded, confident, positive people, and that has a knock-on effect, you know, Mm. so it's really important to do that. You know, the biggest thing with confidence is changing our story, you know, particularly as we constantly tell ourselves these stories that we create in our own mind, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not brave enough, I'm not tall enough, I'm not skinny enough. You know, we have this inner critic that is really, really judgmental of us and it actually holds us back and can deflate our confidence and it can, you know, stop us from success and accomplishments and happiness. So we really need to take control of that inner critic and start changing that story for ourselves because it starts with us and for each other and really telling each other a much more empowering story and one of confidence that allows us to take action. And for somebody who might be watching this, what would be your advice if they find themselves, you know, wanting to believe a different story, uh, but it's being fed back to them by unsupportive people around them? What's your advice to upgrade their belief system or even upgrade the the circle that um, surrounds them? Yeah, it's a really great question. I think there's two things. One, I would challenge people in that circle um, and whether they're good for you Mm. and um, it doesn't mean we just get rid of anyone who's not a positive confident person but we do have to recognize when people are energizing us and when people are constantly draining us um, because that constant drain is not very good at all so we really need to think about either we don't need those people in our lives or we need to limit the time that we have with those people I think that's that's really really key And again, it comes back to changing that story. You know, I I have three things, one, two, and three. So we have to know that the inner critic's talking to us. We have to recognize when that's there and stop that inner critic in its tracks. And then we need to ask ourselves, is that story really true? And more often than not, it is not true. It is the story we are telling ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then we need to do number three, which I call free, because we need to free ourselves from that story. We need to change the story and make it much more empowering. So it it sounds really simple when you say it like that. And it is when we recognise that that inner critic's there. Yeah. I imagine, um, Colleen, um, and you said right at the start of our chat that um, you're you're doing things in decades and you're at the start of a new decade um, and that's really exciting. So can you share with me what your next brave move might be? Mm, I think my big brave move was actually saying I'm going to take a year off uh, which is what I said at the end of my 20 years with the Suzanne Sports Girl Group Um, you know I I decided that I wanted to take a year off and I wanted to have some time for me I wanted to write my book which I did and of course COVID hit and it changed for everyone and so that kind of changed my path a little bit in a really fantastic way so that's probably the brave move for me is is saying I'm going to give up this big corporate role to do things that I'm passionate about and one of those things and, and um, mentor me women was really a gift out of COVID. I, I created mentor me women uh, because there were so many women that were struggling throughout this pandemic right at the start of it and I was getting all those calls and some women I knew many I didn't and you know there were calls of I hate my job I just didn't realize how much I hated it you know but now everything becomes amplified in in pandemics you know or I'm in a relationship that 
I need to get out of and I didn't recognize that but I do now or you know I don't like the people I work with there's you know bullying and harassment going in in the workplace and I've let it happen for far too long or whatever it might be and you know for me Rachel um, having a coach and, and people around me has been really beneficial to me throughout my life particularly as a CEO and you know running a high at a very high level and so I really understand the importance of having those sort of people in your life. Ready to wake up every day and live your bravest life? Sign up today for our 365 days of brave and you will receive a daily brave message from Rachel Evans herself directly into your inbox completely free of charge. Go to bravemedianetwork.com backslash 365 and sign up for your daily brave messages today. A lot of people can't afford coaches. They don't know how to find them, where to go. They don't have great mentors or role models. So I started the Mentor Me Women program, which I run in small groups um, that women can sign up to. And it was all about making mentoring affordable and accessible to all women. So that kind of went from just something that I was going to do to fill in some time and support women to something that's been quite become quite huge. So that's really fantastic. I, I absolutely love that. I've got a group tonight. Um, sometimes I can run four or five groups at one time, which is, is really fantastic. And then, of course, my book, I always wanted to write a book. And I don't know why, because it's really hard. Um, but I, I wanted to write one. And someone asked me, and I had to think about why I really wanted to write one. And, and the answer is that I really wanted my message to become you know, broader and deeper and more impactful than it has ever been before. And, you know, as a CEO, you get to uh, influence and inspire and impact a certain amount of people around you. And with my book, I get to do that in a much bigger sense. So that's really been my purpose with the book. And it's called Leader by Design, which is we all have the ability to become the leader that we want to be, the leader we wanted to have and the kind of leader that people choose to follow. And it's all about inspiring and empowering women and, you know, really giving women a voice and helping them build confidence and giving the tool, them the tools to stand up, step up, share their thoughts. And, you know, we really need to make some serious change in this country. We really need to get more women at the helm. You know, I was very, um, someone asked me the question last week, you know, you were one of 20% of women in this country that hold a CEO role. How does that make you feel? And I said, it makes me feel bloody horrible. It's a terrible thought. I love it because I'm really proud of the fact that I've been able to become one of those 20%, but it really saddens me that we only have 20% of women at the helm of companies. And so part of my job, part of your job, is that we need to change that number and we can only do that through all of the things that you and I are both talking about collectively, which is empowering and inspiring women and really giving them the tools to put their hand up for that promotion and to ask for a seat at the table and to make sure their opinions are heard. And so for me, that's really the next part of my decade is to do that in all different forums, whether it be here with you, whether it be through my book on stage, whether it be through my Mentor Me program, whether it be through a lady I run into at the coffee shop tomorrow morning. I don't actually care where it is as long as I'm making a difference. And it sounds like you certainly will be, um, given that, you know, we, we're talking about supporting women more uh, and it sounds like you're certainly doing that with your uh, with your mentoring program, which sounds amazing and um, can only help women to be more confident to make more brave moves. And uh, when can we expect the book out? Oh, the book's out. It came out in uh, May, which was fantastic. Oh, fantastic. 
I'll show you a copy. Here's my book. Wonderful. See by design. So it came out in May and it's been fantastic. It's had just incredible support and success. And, um, you know, COVID has been a bit of a bugger for everyone because airports have closed down and bookshops aren't open. But, you know, next year is a new year, but it's had incredible success. And for me, success is not about the number of books I sell. It's the number of women and leaders I impact. And when I get emails every day and text messages and Instagram messages saying, your book is changing my life, I get a big fat tick for that day. I love it. Yeah, fills you up, no doubt. You are listening to The Very Brave Podcast. Colleen, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to share your thoughts with me on bravery and on confidence and on how we can all uh, do more to support more women to to rise up. And I 100% agree uh, that we need to see more females in those top jobs in Australian businesses and companies. So thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me and keep spreading that amazing word. Thank you. I will. Thank you for listening to the Very Brave Podcast. If you like this episode, please follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Also, remember to give us a rating and review. I'll be reading out reviews on future podcast episodes, and I'd love to share your insights. For more information and additional resources, check out the website at www.therealrachel.com and www.bravemedianetwork.com. I love hanging out on Instagram as well. So make sure you follow me there at The Real Rachel Evans. And let's continue this conversation. I look forward to chatting with you next time.